Hey, this is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. We go over actionable tips that have served my business well over the last 30 years, and hopefully they'll be beneficial to you too. What up, what up? Beautiful Wednesday, August 16th. Brian Jump, SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. We're gonna do a little marketing minute again. These little hit and runs, these little jaw freaking breakers, little uppercut to the jaw, makes you feel a little dizzy. I got a little dizzy yesterday. I had a freaking lift gate on my VW bus that has no shocks or springs or anything. It just has the hinge. The little hood prop swung out, unbeknownst to me, came down and hit me like a freaking old lady swinging a two by four at the top of my head. I saw some stars for a little bit. Prove one thing to me, actually prove two things. Number one, I'm dumb for being there and allowing that to happen. Number two, I could take a punch. So, anywho, these are those five-minute little quips, little thoughts, little musées. So we're going to get right after it. Hopefully this little ditty, once again, a little bit of wisdom over the three decades. I'm going to sprinkle like some fairy dust out into the ether, and hopefully this this uh, pollinates with somebody and somebody can can get some some value out of this little little morsel. Okay, so my inspiration from this or for this was off the PDR Beginners Facebook group yesterday. And nothing to get the freaking blood boiling and get a, a dichotomy, uh, you know, a war, a faction, um, a battle between those who probably have a little more experience and have more open beliefs and those who are probably a little bit newer and less experienced and hold tightly i was gonna say held tightly but hold tightly uh the belief that that certain prices are are in stone and and they people you know paint themselves into these boxes and you just man i'm telling you right now kick those walls down you got to be more open-minded you know because because that it's that's all it is guys it's just beliefs and if you expand your mind like elastic, you it's crazy how far you can go. We all paint ourselves. We've been taught to do this since grade school. You know, there's limitations. And unfortunately, there are there you probably come across a few a few teachers though that, you know, maybe it was just art. But if you expanded that mindset to business, you know what, man, I don't have to paint in between the lines. I can paint outside the lines. I could don't even have to paint. I could use pencil or or I could cut it. You know, with scissors and make my own art. It's the same thing with business, man. You have to just completely put aside these commonly held beliefs. And then all of a sudden, guess what? Then the mind really starts to grow. And you're like, man, you know, I could do this, this, and this. And that's where you have quantum growth. So the chicken or the egg, the tree falling in the forest, et cetera, et cetera. You know the analogies, right? The cliches. This PDR beginners group, man, we had a heated discussion and it was all about this bedside dent, deep, big, probably baseball to softball size, probably half inch deep, I imagine, maybe deeper. Easy access, that wasn't the, the point. The point was, what would people charge? I think I was around, I think eight to 900 if I remember. I can't remember what it was, and I said it'd probably take about an hour. And, and the reason it would be so fast, because number one, it looked like factory paint, so you could probably do a little bit of gluing. And number two, you had great access with great leverage and the ability to use a rubber tip. So all those things to me, with my experience, tell me speed, okay? If any of those factors are missing, you know, you're going to be spending a lot more time. So, and, and it was pretty funny. I mean, there's right, right now, guys, we're still undergoing this PDR revolution where a lot of the thought leaders and the more experienced are pricing 
what some people think is crazy money. And somebody chimed in, hey, I could come out to Southern California and, and take that account, all those accounts from you or that business from you so fast. I would undercut your price, blah, blah, blah. And I understand why people think that. You know, not just this guy, but I'm sure a lot of people think that. And it's really not true. Could he get some business? Of course he could. But he's not going to take our, our, our foothold away in, in the market for so many reasons. And that's just limited thinking. Like I said, he's, I don't want to say he's a noob, but when it comes to marketing, he doesn't understand. Don't understand the full breadth. And it was funny how, how a lot of the guys were saying, you know, upwards of a grand for this dent. And some dudes were 100 to $200. You know, even one guy said in the UK, all of the UK, this is a $150 dent. And I said, I highly doubt the entire UK, every PDR guy is going to charge $150 for that dent. I guarantee there's premium guys out there that would charge $800 to 1,000 pounds or dollars, or whatever, on, on, or sterling or whatever, right? For sure. That guy just went, once again, limited thinking, just like a lot of people over here are. So, what, what I really want to chat about real quick here, I'm, I'm cresting five minutes, so I apologize. I'm going to go a minute or two over here. So, one dude laughed, and basically, he said, I said, dude, you're not going to be able to come out and take, take my stuff. And I said, I, go ahead and try. I said, because I know how to do this because of marketing. You know, the reason I, I can get those prices, it's not my skills. My skills, by default, don't do shit. They really don't. On an individual basis, sure. And on an ego basis, of course. As long as the customer's happy, no matter where my skill level lies, that really is all that matters, if you think about it. It really is. Unless you're in the business for yourself and you're independently wealthy and the, and the PDR you know, industry serves your, your ego and it's not financial, if it's financially based, your goals, then guess what? Start focusing on the customer and their budget and how you can charge more money. For real. Because that's the metric. If your metric is dollars... Which this guy didn't understand. He didn't because he said quality is more important than marketing. And I said, oh. and unfortunately, before I could get back to debating that, uh, the moderator closed the comments because the freaking thread was starting to go ham. Which I don't know. I, I would have left it going, but I didn't see. Maybe some of the comments were starting to get a little saucy, you know, like F you or people just start, stopped just debating it and started getting kind of nasty, which is possible. It happens, you know. But I'm, I'm going to take on this dude who said that that marketing is less important than skills. And it's not even, guys, I believed that way back in the day. So it's not like I'd, I've never believed what this guy says. I told, and some of you out there guarantee feel the same way. So that's why this quick little hit it and quit it episode. So, like I said, and you got to change your beliefs. That's what it boils down to, guys. Because, you know, or be open to hearing about different viewpoints. And then maybe, maybe growth can happen through freaking glass walls getting kicked down, you know, like a donkey. All right, so two stories. I'm going to talk about two texts that's going to hammer this home. One is a guy named Sharif. Um, really nice kid, likable, uh, tall, uh, not not like a super good-looking guy. I mean, you know, not like model material, but 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 uh, charming. Smiled, and and you just, you know, I don't know. He, he looked you in the eyes, and you just seemed warm. You know, charming, like I said, horrible tech. You know where this is going. I trained for maybe two months. He was a friend of another tech who worked for me. And I said, you know what? He understands PDR now and he understands how to demonstrate it. But man, he can't finish a dent to save his life. If he was locked in a box and, and to get air, oxygen, he'd have to finish a dent. He, he'd freaking asphyxiate. There's no way, Sharif, ever. So, so I had him become a trainer for like two years. 
And then we had a little blow up out in Florida. I, had, I flew him out there. He was doing a training and then he cut class early to go watch the space shuttle. I think I probably talked about this before with the class, like around 11 a.m. I'll take the day off, guys. That's when I said, all right, Sharif, you know what? We're going to part ways here. That wasn't good. I mean, I get it. It's a once in a lifetime thing, but you should have asked me, you know, for permission and we could have trained them an extra day on Saturday or something. But, but anyway, so that's, that's the Sharif story. But the point is, when Sharif came back, he started doing his own dealers and stuff. Now, granted, he could not finish a dent past about 60%, which in our world, at least in my opinion, is not good enough for, for government work. In other words, like my grandfather used to say. So, so that being said, he became very successful in no time. And this is in the early 2000s. He had probably eight to 10 dealers. He actually hired another guy, trained him. And I heard he was making between 10 and 15 grand a month. You know, his take, you know, in probably three months after him and I parted ways from, from the Cape Canaveral follies. Okay, so, and like I said, he sucked. But he knew how to market. He knew how to make friends. He knew how to open dealers. Did really well right out of the gate. Right now, I couldn't even tell you what he's doing. I do talk to some of his friends. I haven't talked to Sharif. I heard a while back, like something like he got married or something. I mean, we're on good terms. It was not like we like fought and stuff. It just was time for us to part. But that guy was successful without skills. Now, let's flip it. Let's go the other side of the coin. I'm going to go with a dude who's really skilled and very not, not very successful. And there's exceptions to both these rules. But that's my point. Exceptions mean opportunities to change beliefs. Keep the Paul. God love him. Fantastic tech. I was worried he was going to take one of our best dealerships because he could shred big dents. Way bigger than, way better than my best tech who was out there and definitely on par with what I did. And this is back in the early 2000s again. And luckily the dealer we had said, look, we, we like Brian and Tony. We're going to keep them here, but you can come in and do all the big dents. Well, Keith's like, shit, I, I did all this because I wanted to get all your dents. So, but we met each other and became friends. It wasn't hostile at all. Ex-Dent Wizard, absolute shredder. But Keith DePaul, chain smoker, probably a little ADD, liked to chat the shit out of you, um, did some training for me. But he had some, had some, some issues. I'll just, I don't want to get in, in depth. I don't want to air his dirty laundry. And it's, it's not appropriate. But I'm telling you right now, when it comes to skills, one of the best freaking techs you will ever meet, especially when it comes to big dents. I kid you not. I mean, talented. Keith DePaul, I, I, up until the last time I talked to him, and, and I, once again, he did some training for us, and just because of some of the personal situations, we just couldn't continue. But he, he, he struggled financially, struggled, because his marketing is just not, up, up until the point last time I talked to him, and maybe he's changed, and God willing, hopefully it has. But he never really took on to the importance and the gravity of marketing and sales and so forth. He he focused like the guy in the thread about being the best tech he could. And yeah, and when he would walk into a dealer, he could get people's no, he get noticed. But how come Keith DePaul's not sitting on a castle on a hill somewhere? How come he's not driving a Benzo and retired with income properties and shit? Because he didn't understand marketing. He didn't. And, and I think he'd probably be the first person to tell you, hey, no, I'm not a real good salesperson, blah, blah, blah. I mean, he's personable. He's likable. He's always got a smile on his face. I, I like Keith. He's a great guy. But he doesn't know how to go out and crush on the sales and marketing side. He knows how to go out and crush on the sheet metal side. So the question is, are you a Sharif or are you a Keith? 
I'm going to leave you with that, guys. Love y'all. Have a great day. Hope this was helpful to someone out there. We'll catch you on the next SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. Bye-bye for now.